Hey everybody, welcome back to Enduring Faith. This is Jamie, and today we're going to talk about faith. So I really want to just start out this whole podcast with um, just kind of a study on faith itself. And so I'm going to talk about just what that means to me and my experience with faith. Um, So the main thing today is that I just want us to focus on the fact that faith is not just a noun, that it's a verb. So think about faith as an action word. Um, So when we have faith, it's not just um, something that you put in your pocket, right? It's something that you have to do. And so I really want to talk about the, the process of faith, that faith is a journey and, um, you don't just get faith, you have faith. And so it stays with you and you have to nurture your faith and, um, grow your faith. And it's an ebb and flow process, right? There's times in our lives when we feel super faithful. And then there's other times in our lives where we feel, um, not so faithful or we feel, um, just kind of lost or, um, not really sure where to turn. So it's not just a, um, a one-time deal where you just acquire this and, um, and you have it. It's something that you work on and you, um, you take action and, um, you want your faith to be something that is constantly evolving, right? So, how do we do that? So I'm going to share just my own faith journey and um, what I learned along the way. So several years ago, um, well, first of all, let me back up. So I um, grew up in church and from an infant, my parents had me in church. And so um, I always had that foundation, which I'm super grateful for. Um, But I didn't really have active faith. And what I mean by that is I just knew all the things that I should know as a Christian and um, wasn't really walking that faith out. So I just had a lot of knowledge. And um, so something changed a few years ago where I really just knew that something was missing in my life. I was very, um, I wouldn't say depressed. I just wasn't thriving, if that makes sense. I was kind of just stuck. I felt stuck and we had a lot of debt and we were just generally not that happy. We did not have joy. We were missing that joy in our life. And so I really just started to pray and spend time with God and honestly just ask him for more faith. I just prayed for God to ignite a fire in my heart and increase my faith. And so that went on for a while because honestly, I didn't know, I didn't even know what to do. You know, I just was praying like, help me Lord, you know? And so then, um, 
actually, what was really crazy is that I was at work one day on a Monday and it was actually the Monday after Easter. So Easter weekend had been crazy and, um, you know, it was all about, you know, getting my toenails done and getting the right dress and getting all the kids to look just so. And um, I really, that weekend, found myself just having a pity party and wondering, you know, what about me? (laughs) What about the things that I want in life? And at this point, um, my kids were young. Um, I believe my youngest was probably around um, maybe two, two or three. And um, so I had just kind of come out of this, you know, having three kids and suddenly realizing that I had lost my identity. (laughs) I was now this new person, this mom, and didn't really think about what I wanted for my life. And um, that morning at work, this man came back to talk to me. And of course, I was not happy about it because it was a Monday morning, like right at eight o'clock. And I just really wanted to sit there and drink my coffee in the quiet. But, um, but he came and he's so nice and friendly that I, you know, I wasn't going to, um, be rude to him or anything. Although I did pray a little prayer in my head, God, please make him go away. (laughs) I'm not proud of that, but just being honest. So he did not go away and he just continued to talk and talk and I was, you know, nodding in agreement, whatever, drinking my coffee. And then he started to say something about how I needed to take care of myself and I needed to think about what I wanted. And suddenly something started happening and I was pretty freaked out about it because it was almost like he saw into my soul and knew that I was struggling with all of this. And before I knew it, I was crying. And remember, if you listen to the intro episode, then you know that I'm a crier. But there I was crying in my little cubicle at work. And this sweet older man just, I guess, recognized that something was going on. And he said, may I pray for you? And of course, I'm like, this is really awkward. You know, I didn't know what to think about it, but I was like, yeah. And so he um, prayed for me right there in my cubicle. And I honestly don't even know what he said. I don't remember. I don't remember the words of his prayer. But what I do remember is feeling God with me and just feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit just like a big old hug. And I just sat there and cried and knew that something was happening. And so right then, right as he walked away, or I think I said, thank you, like question mark. (laughs) And he said, sometimes the spirit just knows. And then he walked away and I was just awestruck. I honestly had no idea what had just happened. It was just the craziest moment. And I went straight to Facebook (laughs) because (laughs) I didn't know what else to do. And I was like, well, I can't go tell anybody because nobody, none of my friends were at work yet. And so I went to Facebook 
And fortunately, I had just done this big overhaul on my Facebook feed where I got rid of everything that was not positive and uplifting and replaced it with a bunch of um, uplifting sites like Proverbs 31 Ministries, which is what popped up right away with um, something about their online Bible study that they were doing starting in like a week. And so I clicked on it and um, just followed. It was almost like I was an autopilot. I just got my purse out, got my credit card information, ordered the book, signed up for the online Bible study. And that was that. And um, it was just a wild experience but something that I am so immensely grateful for today because by that man praying for me, it, it ignited faith inside of me. And not only just his prayer, but just his boldness in his prayer, his boldness to um, obey in that moment the Holy Spirit, to, to pray for this, you know, young mom sitting in a cubicle and I'm so so grateful for that moment and so what happened next was getting in the word and so that is what I would say is step number two if step number one is praying and asking God to ignite your faith and um, just ask him to increase your faith and then two is get in the word and not just read it, but study it and ruminate on it and let it soak into your soul and learn the context of it, learn the meaning of it. Don't just read the stories to hear a story, but read the stories to understand why God wants you to know about that and to understand, um, you know, how much he loves you when you're reading these stories and really just let his word sink deep, deep, deep down into your inner being and let it be a foundation for everything that you think about or say or do and really just um, focus on it, you know, let it be something that you do every day um, as much as possible. Um, you can never get too much of it. And in the show notes, I'll actually put um, some links or some information about some of the, um, the things that I use to help with that. So we have pray and ask God to increase your faith. And then number two is get in the word. And then number three is so important and that is to receive his love for you and so this for me was a major process a major um, life-changing process of letting go of shame that was huge for me and I would say even more than that is recognizing that I had this blockage so you know, it's interesting that you can just go through life and not even really recognize that there are things blocking your way 
from getting closer to God or from building this relationship with him. And those blockages prevent you from being able to walk in your calling and step out in um, life to be who God created you to be. And so receiving his love is has to be like it's probably going to be several other episodes <laughs> to go further into that and and letting go of the blockages and the shame that could potentially be holding you back but but the way you see yourself has a major impact on the way you allow God to love you and so it's so important to be able to recognize that you are fearfully and wonderfully made a beautiful child of God and he loves you. And if you don't receive that love, then you are missing out on the greatest gift known to mankind. So that is number three, receive his love. And then number four is get in a community of believers. Let other people in on this journey with you and share your struggles, share what you're learning and go through this together with other people who can come along beside you and cheer you on or, or even call you out sometimes. Sometimes we need to be called out, you know, sometimes we can, um, say we want to, to live a faithful life and, and to do these things, but then, you know, life can sometimes be a challenge and sometimes we can sway and go a different way than what we're intending. And if you have this community of believers around you to say, Hey, um, is everything okay? You're not, um, doing X, Y, Z, like you mentioned that you wanted to or whatever, whatever it is, but you just really need to have the, the support group in your life that is going to help you to stay on track on your faith journey and everything is better in community. God created us to do this life together and it's all through the Bible. There, it, the, the church is not the building, right? It's the people. And so you really need to have a community of people to help you so that you're not stagnant in your faith journey. And so you're actually continuing to progress and you're continuing to build this faith. It's like infinite, right? You can, you can never have too much faith. So number one is pray and ask God to ignite your faith. Number two, get in the word. Number three, receive his love. Four, get in community. And number five, my favorite one is take the next step. And so just like what I mentioned before about faith being infinite, there is always a next step that you can take that will propel you forward in your faith journey. And so sometimes it can be as simple as um, now you're not just praying for yourself, but now you're praying for others. So you've progressed to intercessory prayer, or maybe it's um, really focusing and tuning in on hearing God's voice and allowing him to, um, to speak to you in new ways, or it could be um, obedience. You know, once you're hearing more from him, 
and you have this this faith that that you know that he's with you and he's talking to you and he's telling you to do things so your next step could be um following what he's telling you to do obeying that next step whether it's um as simple as um holding the door open for someone or maybe it's praying for somebody at work in their cubicle maybe it's starting a podcast whatever it is um these are all things that you can do to to keep moving forward and keep taking next steps so just to recap again pray and ask god to strengthen your faith Get in the word, receive his love, get in community, and then keep taking your next steps. This is kind of a foundation for, or a roadmap for increasing your faith and um, helping faith to become more of an action word and not just a noun in your life. So um, I hope this helps you guys. It's really important to me um, that I can encourage you to increase your faith and not stay stagnant where you are. And this is just the foundation of this Enduring Faith podcast. And I just really pray that everybody listening to this will um, be encouraged today to um, step out in faith and take those next steps. Whatever your next step is, I just really pray that um, that you'll increase your faith and come along on this awesome, fun faith journey with me.